Welcome to Room at the Table, an opportunity for you to join me, Betsy Cerullo, and my guests for conversations about creating equitable and inclusive workplaces where leaders rise above mediocrity and our teams thrive. Pull up a chair. There's always room at the table. Welcome, everyone. My name is Betsy Cerullo, and I am your host today for Room at the Table. I am also the CEO of AdNet AccountNet, and that will be the only hat I wear today. So I'd like to introduce you to our guest. We are going to have a lively conversation and an inspiring conversation about workplace culture and what makes AdNet's culture so different and so special. So welcome, AdNet's Director of Human Resources, Sandra Brown. Good afternoon, Betsy. I am delighted to be here and can't wait to unpack um, our discussion today. Me too. Sandy, we have been working together for nearly six years in an industry which is staffing both on the commercial side and the federal side, which brings a lot of joy in putting Mm. people to work and sometimes challenges when people just don't behave the way we want them to. (laughs) <laughs> this is this is true, Betsy, and it's hard to believe it has been nearly six years. Um, I remember my first conversation with you like it was yesterday, and this AdNet is really a special place. It's a different place. It's very centered on relationship, and and that's that, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know we we have said in our meetings, our our team, and and we represent ourselves that we are very heart-centered workplace. And it's not as easy as one thinks. It's not as though people stand around singing kumbaya no. and hugging and kissing each other. It's it's not that at all. So I, I wanted to ask a, you know, our first question so our, our listeners here, what is the distinction between a heart-centered culture versus a bleeding heart culture? What would you say? Well, there definitely is a distinction between the two. So, you know, a heart-centered centered environment is it's a state of peace. It's it's uh not tethered to circumstances yo-yoing up and down based on what's going on. It really is it's in, it's being intentional. Um it's an awareness of of, you know, our values, the things that we value. Um, the things that we hold true. Um, it's, ha- it's operating with compassion. We definitely have compassion mm-hmm. and empathy, but we also balance that with accountability. We balance it with responsibility. You know, it's also knowledge um, and operating in a way where we're, we're operating with information and reason, keeping things professional. Mm-hmm. Is it is a host of things, uh, and in terms of the bleeding yeah. heart, you know, it's not that we don't have compassion. All of us have things that we're going through and dealing with because we're human beings at you know that are showing up at work. But it's right. again, it's being able to listen, to get to the facts, um, to stay professional, to keep those boundaries. Yeah. You know, also being being objective. You know, being able to be objective, and again, being able to operate in a way that aligns very much with our values um, as individuals, but also as a company. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I know on my own journey when we have a scenario with either uh, 
anyone on the team over the years or with customers where something doesn't feel fair. Um, and I know that, you know, we're always told it's not personal, mm -hmm. yet sometimes it feels personal if you feel hurt or something isn't fair. And, and I know that one of the things that has worked for me over the years, and it's, a, and I'm always a work in progress is, is to go back and look at the mm -hmm. facts. Cause I can get, I can get, um, my feelings can be hurt. I can get upset about something, but when I go back and I look at the facts, that helps me to to reground myself before I go into a conversation mm -hmm. with with an individual or a team. And even when it doesn't feel good, it's like I stop myself and say, okay, this is the facts. This is only a conversation. I'm not on fire. Um, I'm not standing on the edge of a physical cliff. Although it may feel like it. <laughs> so I'm right, right. So I'm safe. I'm safe. And um that that tends to to work for me. And uh but one of the things I I've always just been so inspired is how grounded you are, even the in standing in the middle of a hornet's nest. How do you do well, that? Well you know what I think I, what I think it is, I know part of it, Betsy, has to do with the experience that I brought with me to AdNet. Um, so, you know, many of us have had, um, you know, this is not my first job. And so, of course, I've had a, a journey. It's been a journey. And in my background, I am both a social worker, which I think a lot of times people mm -hmm. think, uh, you know, that that is a, a very an, an emotional uh, a role because you're dealing with people with their problems. So I have that training. But also in my background, um, I have worked in the legal field. And so that it really helps to balance. Um, it balances the two. And I always, like you, I always go back to, regardless of what the situation is, you want to get to the bottom of what's going on. There are always, uh, you know, six sides. Everybody has a, a, a take, a perspective. So what you want to do, there's, a, there's gathering the information to be able to understand all sides. Um, and once you're able to gather all the information that you need that's factual, um, look at everything, and then be able to to make a, a decision that is fully informed while also being fair. Um, and I think the other thing, too, that's really huge is, you know, we're always going to advocate for what is right and doing the right thing mm -hmm. every time, um, regardless. That that never goes out of style. I mean, AdNet has just celebrated their 33 years of business. Um, and I will tell you that, uh, I'm sure I wasn't here for the whole 33 years, but the things <laughs> that, that, uh, that the foundation that was built from the very first day of operating, all the, those are things that never go out of style, regardless of how long you've been yeah. in business. And it's also those, those foundational principles and the things that we value, that balance. That's also what's, what's going to help us to continue stretching mm -hmm. and growing. Um, as an organization and also as, as, as professionals, um, you know, within the industry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you had brought up about boundaries and boundaries are, are, are very important. I think it helps to, to guide us in making better choices. It, it keeps the work or the interactions more objective. For sure. But we, you know, we have both encountered on our professional journeys journeys where it can be difficult for people to understand boundaries because, you know, too, as a social worker, I'm also an mm -hmm. executive coach. Mm -hmm. We've both done a lot of 
professional and personal mm-hmm. development. Not every individual is grounded on boundaries. You know, if um, you know, there there may be whatever an individual has brought from a previous mm-hmm. workplace, whatever they have brought from a family mm-hmm. system. Uh, you know, family systems can get played out in a workplace. Oh, for certain. Oh, which is which is why we really guide people on boundaries, and we have to keep our own boundaries. So it's mm-hmm. not as though it's not as though from a leadership perspective, um, I may be guiding the team. You know, in in a in a vision or a foundation of something. It's I'm doing the work right there with you because mm-hmm. as long as an individual is living and breathing. We're always doing work, or there's always, and I, and I don't, not always like that word work, but there's mm-hmm. there's always room for how to be or better oneself. So I have a word. I have a word for it. It's it's CQI, um, and it's something. It's a term that I learned when I was in grad school, which is essentially CQI stands for continuous quality improvement. Mm -hmm. We all, we have, as much as we know, as well as we're doing things, um, we haven't arrived. There are, you know, even though as an organization, we look at best practice, we want to stay relevant. Um, Again, we want to continue pushing ourselves, but there's always room for growth. And I think if we stay open to that, that's again, that heart-centeredness. If we stay open um, we keep yeah. our ears open. Also allowing everyone to have a voice, mm-hmm. um, regardless of what your position is, your title is, everybody has a voice and their voice matters. Mm-hmm. And we can learn some things. We can. we can learn some things from each other. So I think all of those things contribute to really making, I know definitely, you know, within AdNet, it's really a place that you enjoy showing up uh, every day bringing your best self because you know that you have a voice, mm-hmm. you know that you're valued. So um, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It is. And, and you know, when you're talking about the continuous quality improvement, it, it really, it just reminds me that really is a wonderful place to come from as you're going into perhaps a difficult meeting. And I know sometimes you and I have to go into those type of meetings. So mm-hmm. if if one goes into a meeting that could possibly have that's conflict based, mm-hmm. if you go in with the um I, I think with with the come from his you know, we're here to improve. Yes. We're here to deliver, we're here to make sure everyone is heard and that the outcome takes us to an even better place. And I think that if one goes into a a difficult meeting from that place, I think that could even disarm someone who's coming into the meeting with all guns blaring and ready to go. We hope. Right. And I agree, Bessie. And back to back to the comment that you made. um, You know, we're individuals in the workplace Mm -hmm. and we are impacted by our life experiences, our home experiences. Uh, other work environments, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm sure both of us have, have worked in toxic work yes. environments or, 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 or environments where our voice was not valued. And so we bring those things with us to the next experience. So I think the other, the other thing, which is, which is wonderful about operating from a heart centered perspective is that we have an awareness of that and all, almost a, um, you know, we also have, with that awareness also comes, um, 
making room to to realize that everybody is coming from a different mm-hmm. place and then using from that heart centered place, using our influence, mm-hmm. using the things that we, we we value that are positive to influence other people so that they can maybe see a different perspective right. or get a take take away that they can take with them uh, from a meeting, whether it's a, a difficult conversation or a difficult meeting, they can take some nuggets away that perhaps maybe they have not approached, um, you know, approached business or a meeting or a difficult conversation in that way before. And so it really is a, it's a, t- it's almost a teaching tool as well, mm-hmm. because we have that ability to be able to influence those around us immediately, influence our, influence our communities. And, you know, it, it even goes further than that influ- right. influence the world. We really right. do have that that power. It's a power to do that. It for is. Sure. It is. And, you know, if I think about the 30-year history, 33-year history of AdNet, you know, having started the company at age 28, and yes, you can do the math to figure out how old I am, <laughs> uh, through my own maturity, there were definitely uh, clips of time at AdNet where it, it was not heart-centered, or it was toxic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think one of the things, too, that leaders, that we make mistakes, I know I make my own mistakes, is sometimes when we hold on to people too long. Mm -hmm. And we want to, we want to, and, you know, and, and an employee could think the same thing about me, you know, Mm -hmm. so, so it's really, it's, it's really a give and take. But I think to, we as human beings, the, I think the worst part of my job is whenever I have had to let someone go, because from a personal aspect, it feels like I'm saying you're not enough. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. certainly as a woman mm-hmm. coming from a, you know, a large demonstrative Italian family, that has certainly been an issue I've had to work through in mm-hmm. my growth mm-hmm. where I am a person am more than enough. Mm-hmm. But when you let someone go, you're, it, it, it just, it feels icky. It feels icky. So I, I used to avoid that at all costs where I could, but, but then it came to certain instances over, over the years where it's like, you know, I'm not serving the, the workplace. Mm -hmm. If I hold on, if I don't take action quicker. Right. Or the person either, you know, sometimes we have to be kind of pushed out of the nest. Um, I can, and you think about, again, with the journey with growth, your professional growth, your personal growth, sometimes we need a bit of a nudge so that we really can blossom and grow and discover, you know, another chapter or something, um, you know, that we have that that's, that's untapped. Mm-hmm. Um, within us, but you know, you're definitely 100% correct. Uh, you know, I, I've had as an HR professional, I've had to have those conversations and difficult conversations. It's never something that we look forward to, but I think even Betsy, with the difficult conversations, going back again to how it's done, mm-hmm. you can still do it in a way that honors our values that honors the thing. It's all, you can say anything to anybody. It really is how you say it Mm -hmm. so that, you know, hopefully at least from where we're coming from, you're doing it in a, in a way that doesn't uh, crush or um, it's, you're doing it in a, in a way that's professional and that will allow the person to be able to move on with as much grace and dignity as they can Mm -hmm. under the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And this is a really, tender world right now. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's always been tender. We yes. I, I think it's always been a fragile place because mm-hmm. 
when you have people with different backgrounds and different beliefs, not everybody accepts each other, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, as long as I live, I will never understand that. But, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, um, we want to, at least in our workplace, be able to have some control over making this time that we have to work because many of us would rather be hiking in the mountains, sitting by the beach, mm-hmm, whatever. For sure. But for sure. during that period of time, making it as as caring and fulfilling as a workplace as possible. And that's oh, not easy to do. It, it's not. But you know what it's like? It's like uh, strengthening a muscle. Mm-hmm. The more you do it, the more consistent you are, whatever day of the week, whatever month of the year, whatever setting that you're in, the more you do something, the stronger it gets. And it becomes, it becomes an ingrained part of, of, of who you are. And, um, and then as we bring in new folks, um, training them in, you've heard me say this expression before, the AdNet way. Yeah. Um, and again, it is when, when you're consistent with that. And uh, when we also, we're also very trying to be as vigilant as we can mm-hmm. to make sure, like you said before, being able to protect it. Right. It's like it's a cocoon and, and being able to protect that. And it's something definitely worth per, uh, you know preserving. Mm-hmm. It, it is. And, um, you know, when I, when I look back on um, my career, I think there were certainly some things that I would have done differently, yet those experiences led me to where I am now. And if I mm-hmm. look, uh, you know, recently I celebrated eight years of sobriety, which I'm really proud of. Excellent. And I really feel that that change in me really took my leadership to another level mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, we all know what, what, whatever it could be, if there's, if there's something that one is using to perhaps squelch feelings or or mask something um it it just gets in the way there's layers but when when certain crutches can can be you choose to take certain things that are not a not a good influence out of one's life it really allows one as a leader and as a person mm-hmm. to be able to see life really clearly and i know that my leadership lenses they be, they became so much sharper in a good way Mm-hmm. Um, and also self-reflecting back to me that I could say, oh boy, uh, you know, much easier to admit perhaps, uh, mistakes and cause I certainly make them. Well, and yeah, and we all, and we all do Betsy, you know, I just, I, re- I remember, uh, you know, I definitely can say, because this is not, um, Adnet is my second foray in the staffing world, as you know, and, when we first uh, when we first met, I had had an experience with another firm uh, that definitely was very different um, than what I am accustomed to, and very competitive. And just the level of trust there was it just was not there, and mm-hmm. it just felt very it felt like such a tug to go into work, and almost dare I say um, a little fearful. I think there yeah. was a little fear in the staff because it was just such a grind. And if you made a mistake, uh, your knuckles would be wrapped mm-hmm. and you would, you just wouldn't feel good. And, um, I knew that I definitely didn't want to be in an environment like that. And, uh, we have healthy competition, great boundaries, yeah. and it's just, it's night and day. It really is. Yeah. 
And, and, you know, I came from a staffing company so many, so many years ago and I, and, and it was really, it was extremely competitive and I was a lot younger, so I could stand Mm -hmm. that in a different way. And, and I learned so much and I, and I loved that company, even, even with its challenges. So, you know, Mm -hmm. and I know staffing in in and of itself is a, can be a grind. It can be. so it's it's important to me that that in the middle of the grind there's mm-hmm. there's places for rejuvenation mm-hmm. acknowledgement learning and you know but again it's it's it sounds easy mm-hmm. but how do we keep it consistent? And I think, you know, if we could bottle it, it would be great. But you tell me, how do how do we, from your perspective, keep it consistent? You know, it, it's walking the talk. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's keeping what has been tested, proven. We know that that it works. Um, again, it's being vigilantes to protect um, and to be advocates for protecting the things that we value. Um, occasionally providing refreshers. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes all of us need reminders, yes. you know, along the way. And so um, being able to provide those refreshers to, you know, the things that we value to our internal staff, to individuals that work, are, that, that are part of AdNet, but also to um, our customers, our vendors. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, uh, teaching people how um, how to treat us. And that is, um, so that that's all a part of the makeup. And like I said, again, training new staff, getting them ind- ind- indoctrinated in the, in the AdNet way. And that's in a very, very positive vein. Um, so those are just some of the things that I think that we can massage on a regular basis mm-hmm. just to keep it's, it's, and it is, it's, it's not just you lay it down and forget it, right. but it does have to be massage every day and just being, just being good stewards of, mm-hmm. of, 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 it's a gift to be able to work in a heart, a heart centered environment. It really is because so many people don't have it. That's no, it. they don't. And, you know, I think too, when I, when I think about how we establish the relationships with our customers, one of the things that I see that we have been really consistent with when we're interacting, whether it's, you know, great scenario, challenge, it's, you know, sometimes asking permission, you know, mm-hmm. I'd like to, I'd like to be able to to speak, to speak honestly to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. May I provide mm-hmm. some, may I offer some feedback, but mm-hmm. we always give feedback from a very accountable place versus mm-hmm. you, you did this, even though sometimes I feel like you, <laughs> but, but, you know, for something to, to get to say, whether it's with an employee or it's, it's with a, a customer, sometimes the escalations are a shared responsibility, you yes. know, and that's, that's where we, as, as what we do, I feel that we take responsibility, oh, you know, cause do. like, I, I mean, I, you know, I, like I said, I know with my leadership style, I can be very direct, not harmful, mm-hmm. very, very, very direct because people are very busy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think many of the people that we uh, work with as our customers, everybody is overloaded. It's mm-hmm. overstimulation, too much mm-hmm. information. So how can we accomplish what we need to accomplish in mm-hmm. in the most direct and the best way possible? And I think, Bessie, that approach also, res- to your point, it respects that folks are super busy mm-hmm. um, and we have to, in, in a way, 
we're protecting our customers, mm-hmm. um, respecting their time, getting to the point, um, and you know, ju- and being efficient. Um, and yes. I, those are things too that that we really do value. And I think, by and large, our customers, vendors, they appreciate that, and they show that appreciation because we have client uh, clients of AdNets who have been with us for a long time, yeah. and they keep coming back yes. uh, because of what they find here at AdNet. People are not going to come back where they're where they're where they're mistreated. So yeah. I think that that is a testament um, uh, to to again our heart centered um, work environment and how we do business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, as, as we start to wrap up our conversation, I want to I want to ask you from a, a leadership perspective if you could look back on your career, what one thing do you wish you could have done differently? That's a great question, Bessie. And I know I didn't, we didn't. No, it's okay. No, no, it's, it's, it's okay. But it's a great question. I think for me, um, because I'm so, I, I really have a, I hold myself to a very, very high standard in terms of the work that I do. And I think probably if I could have given a message to the early career, Sandy, it would be, don't be so hard on yourself. You can still have your values, um, the things that you value and the strong work ethic, but don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Be a little, be a little forgiving um, mm-hmm. because it wisdom, wisdom does come with the years. And as long as we're learning, learning, constantly learning and evolving, and then also being committed to excellence, no matter what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, so I would say absolutely. that probably would be it. Beautiful. And, you know, when I look back over my career, mine would be, and it continues to be, trust my intuition. Mm-hmm. Because when I trust my intuition as a, as a, as a leader and the, and the moves that uh, I make for the organization, when I'm on point with my intuition, it's mm-hmm. usually the, the right direction to go. When I don't honor my intuition or I question myself, it usually, mm. it usually comes back mm. in some way or form. So, you know, intuition, it is one of those gifts that the, the universe gives to us mm-hmm. that when we use it, it really is a magical thing. It is. It, really is it is. It is. So, well, Sandy, we are coming to the end. Is there anything, any nugget that you'd like to share as we close? Um, I can't believe the time has passed so quickly. We could talk for probably another couple mm-hmm. of hours. Um, but I would say, you know, just we're on the right path, Betsy. We're on the, I, I know that in, in my, my gut, uh, that we're on the right path. And as long as we, we keep walking the walk and, and, honoring people and the relationships and, you know, doing, doing those things that, that we'll be around for as long as we'll be around. Yeah, absolutely. And it's my wish that we get to take this work and continue to, to, to take this work into other workplaces and for individuals, because as, as we both know, if you make a difference with one person, it, it just continues to, to be shared. And, um, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the venue that we have to be able to, you know, to, to, tr- to test things out. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So this, this has been a treat. It's been a treat. Same here. So Sandy, thank you so much for taking time away from, I know you're extremely busy, busy day, but the, uh, uh, the workplace culture is important. 
heart-centered cultures are more of them are needed. And uh, my wish for the workplace universe is that there are more companies that talk about journeys like ours. I agree 100%. Thank you, Betsy. It's been a pleasure and um, an honor to be able to talk with you today. Same here, Sandy. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Thank you for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please follow Room at the Table on your favorite platform and share with a colleague or two or three. You can find the full transcripts, links, and more resources to creating more equitable workplaces at roomatthetablepodcast.com. This has been a production of Twin Flame Studios.